0: Welcome to the Aussie Cruise Show. This podcast is a place for Aussies who just can't get enough of cruising. I'm David, your host. I'm an ex-cruise ship performer, avid cruiser, and a certified cruise travel agent. Along with my guests, we'll be serving you news, reviews, and tips to help you maximise your cruise experience. We'll also take a peek behind the curtain so you can hear what it's really like working on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. That means it's time to set sail, so welcome aboard and enjoy the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Aussie Cruise Show. So today I just got, recently just got back from the Queen Elizabeth. It was a four night cruise. And I wanted to do a little bit of a review. I know, um, you know, not because Cunard's not in Australia all the time, um, there's a lot of people that have not sailed on the Cunard ships. So there's always a little bit of mystery around... Uh, what they're like and what the service is like and all those things. So I thought I would dive into all that, give as much information as I can remember, because I did have a few drinks, I'll be honest. Um, And we'll, you know, we'll go through the review and let you know all my thoughts. So here we go. Right, so the overview I was on, it was a four-night cruise sailing from Melbourne to Brisbane with a stop in Sydney. Um, There were six of us travelling, three couples, and we had a lovely time. Overall, really good cruise, lots of fun, Um, some bits better than others, but I will dig into all that. So let's go right back to the beginning, and we'll talk about the embarkation. So the embarkation was in Melbourne, and to be honest, it was not great. Well, it was... It was actually quite good for me, to be honest. But I heard a lot of people complaining in a lot of the cruise forums and stuff. The fact that I was quite lucky. We were given a boarding time of 12, but our flight got in quite early. So we just went straight to the port. We thought we're going to get a coffee or something at the port. But there wasn't really that much around. So we managed to get on. the. So we arrived at around 11, 11 or 11.30, I think. So we were actually some of the first people to get on the ship. So it was all fairly smooth because at that time there were no queues and it was it was pretty good. But what I heard was that pretty much everybody had been given the same boarding time, which was 12 o'clock. And I think it turned into a massive shmozzle at that time because there was just a lot of people waiting. It was quite a miserable day. Like we had, I had flown from Sydney, where i had been like twenty-eight and beautiful. Got to Melbourne, it was eighteen, raining, windy. I'm like, oh, I, I had shorts and I, never, I I just didn't expect the the cold weather, to be honest. Um, and then we. So we got on fairly quickly, but I know that there was a lot of people left standing out in the rain. Uh, uh, My view of the Melbourne cruise ship terminal, they really need to up their game there. If they want to compete in the cruising market, they need to... I don't know if there are plans down there. I know that they're building a new port in Brisbane, but I don't know about Melbourne. But I certainly think they need to look at that and need to think about a new port there. um, Because it was pretty... Rundown. Uh, it just wasn't slick. You know, you got the, the feeling that nobody really knew what they're doing. When you go to Sydney, it's like a, a real kind of oh, operation where they, everybody knows where everybody should be and you're funneled through and it all usually happens fairly quickly. Now, I know that you can have bad experiences anywhere. And as I say, honestly, it wasn't a bad experience. Certainly didn't ruin it. But I know for a lot of people, it was not a good experience start uh standing out in the rain and having to queue for an hour or two to get on the ship so first impression when i got on the ship she's lovely she's in very good condition um very traditional cruise ship like if you think of say the sun princess or the sea princess something like that quite kind of similar in terms of style a little bit up um Upscale from them, just everything's a bit more not modern, but a bit newer, and um, it, it everything is is in pretty good nick. Um, I think it's it does feel quite traditional when you get on board, but that's what's lovely about it as well. You do get that kind of traditional British type feel, um, but then with an Aussie twist as well, and it the, the struck the balance quite well there i i would say um i think i've only sailed in terms of cunard i've sailed the queen mary too and um, so this one's much smaller and she definitely feels it uh it's not a bad thing because some people love the small ships this is why i always say there's a cruise for everybody uh if you're that person, it's not tiny by any means, but if you're that type of person that prefers the intimacy the smaller lounges, you know you'll get to see the same people throughout the ship, throughout your cruise then this is probably better for you because Queen Mary Two is really quite big Um, the pool's quite small There, there are two pools actually fairly small, so different to some of the big mammoth cruise ships that we see these days but Um, really good condition. Really lovely lounges, and um, it all like lots of little kind of nooks and little areas that you can explore, which was which is very nice. So then we went into my cabin and we were on deck four. It was a balcony cabin. Uh, the cabin number was 4015. Very good cabin. Yet really uh, quite spacious in terms of the the cabin and really big balcony. The the deck four balconies, they're almost like double size. I had a friend who was in a suite and he actually had a smaller balcony than us, which was quite surprising. But it was, yeah, it was, it was a really nice balcony. We had a bit rough weather the first couple of days so we weren't really out in the balcony but the second two days were beautiful. Um, So yes it was good, Uh, bed and bedding very luxurious, Um, the the sheets were super soft and the bed was great. I can't remember if it was firm, I think it was a firm mattress, I can't remember actually but I did spend a lot of time napping and relaxing, it was really good. Lots of hanging space in the cabin, but not a lot of shelving. Um, I was, we were only on four days, so it was fine. If it was a longer cruise, I would probably preferred more shelving, but not a big deal really. Uh, bathroom, nice clean, lovely products. Uh, more the old style kind of bathrooms on there as well with the... Um, you know the shower curtain the the fabric shower curtain rather than the glass. Uh, shower pressure really good. So that was so that was good. So overall um cabin really happy. No complaints at all. Uh nice and clean, good size, great balcony. So very good. Then we look at the food. So we first went when we first went on we went up to the buffet which I think I should remember all this but I think it was called the Queen's Grill Um, really nice quality Um, not the kind of, it's it's a different experience it's not the kind of big expansive buffets that you see on other ships Um, it was more like kind of longer, thinner almost L-shaped actually Uh, but really good selection, really good quality food, overall the food was excellent, really um, pretty much everything was good quality. Uh, the the buffet definitely felt more upscale than your usual buffet on a cruise ship. Um, and yeah, nice, nice. No complaints there. So the main restaurant we ate in there three nights out of the four. Really good selection. Not huge portions, which is fine for me. I'm not really a big eater. Uh, I had fish a couple of nights. I feel that's always a good indication as to the the quality of the food if they overcook the fish which quite often happens I love salmon but often salmon and cruise ship you get it and it's so dry I'm like so I feel like it's always a bit of a barometer but the the food was good well cooked Um, yeah it was it was great but the real highlight for me we went to Veranda which is their kind of steak or I don't know what they call it actually, but just veranda restaurant. Um, exceptional. Beautiful surroundings, really good service, delicious food. I had the lamb cutlets, um, lots of sides. The sides were absolute to die for, anything from mac and cheese to an American thing, sweet potato with marshmallow on top. Sounds odd, but it worked. Um, what else did we have? Corn on the cob. Um there was Onion rings. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Honestly, we could hardly move at the end of it. Desserts were really good as well. Uh, my friend had the cheese plate, and they brought round like a cheese trolley, and they absolutely piled his plate with these delicious cheeses. Um, so it was, it was really good. I think it was thirty nine US dollars each. Um, just double check that, cause it was either twenty nine or thirty nine. I think it was thirty nine but I would say it was definitely worth the price. Um, In a land-based restaurant, you would easily pay over $100, probably closer with the quality. You're probably closer to $150 plus on land for that. So uh, I would encourage you to save your pennies and uh, certainly check out that restaurant because I just thought it was excellent. And um, if I could, I would eat there every night. Although, you would probably be rolling me off the ship by the end. Uh, One other thing in terms of food that was really good. uh, Room service. We had the breakfast uh, in the room. Oh, it was good. Really good. Because I do find as well, cruise ship breakfasts can be hit and miss. You quite often get these dry scrambled eggs and these odd cold sausages and things. But this was really good. Lovely pork sausage. Bacon was good. The eggs were... It was all hot. And yeah. So... Thoroughly recommend room service breakfast. Then we get through to the service. So I had high expectations when it comes to service. I thought Cunard, they're going to be go above and beyond. And there are some lovely touches. Like there was on the first day, there was a an attendant in the lift that was kind of helping you. And... Um, you know and you get greeted when you go on board and that that was lovely but I would say ooh, I want to give the service a B or a B plus uh, not the best that I've had and I th- it's probably because I had really high expectations now overall it was really good but it was let down by a few people uh, now I also understand on these short cruises they are under an awful lot of pressure. The short cruises I think do the atmospheres always different and I think they do put a lot of pressure on the staff during that time it's a, it's a big turnaround because this cruise we did four nights so we did Melbourne to Brisbane but really the Melbourne to Sydney was the most popular part so a lot of people were just on for two nights. And because that was over a weekend. Then the Sydney to Brisbane, that's part of a longer cruise that's going to PNG. So we were, there were only a few people getting off in Brisbane. So that was, it was almost like we were on two different cruises. The first half was kind of like the the party crowd on board. The second half was the more traditional cruisers that were um, on for a longer cruise. So it was quite different. And it was actually real interesting to see the ship um, change during that so I think it's a good it also gives you a good indication about it. you've got to make sure that you're picking the right itinerary and uh, the, the right cruise because it's not always about the the cruise line and the service and the ship and all those things sometimes it can be about the other people that are on board and it can completely change your perspective so it's about finding the right demographic for you that you uh, and the right itinerary for you that's going to attract the, the types of people that you you want to be around for, for that amount of time as well. So, service, overall really good. Uh, I think they were under pressure. It was showing. Um, not bad, but I would say room for improvement. <laughs> then we get to the entertainment. And this is where it all gets a little bit shaky for me, unfortunately, because I love my shows. You know that I I love my um, production shows and usually it's a highlight for me when I get on a cruise ship. But I would say this was, um, you know, average at best. And I hate to say this because I always like to keep the reviews really positive. But I, I also want to be real with you as well. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people did enjoy it, but I was... Uh, I was just a bit shocked by the quality. The first production show, I think it was called Be Our Guest. Now, my understanding, this is a new show and I think the cast has just got on board as well. Now, I can empathise. I know what it's like when you get on the ship and you're trying to install a new show. It's absolutely horrendous and there's so much to do, so little time, you're under a lot of pressure. So, I understand that but it did show. I thought the the show was really quite rough around the edges. It felt like it really needed to settle in like vocally and the dancers. So there was good talent on board, but they just weren't kind of working together, dancing together. So yeah, I just wasn't impressed, unfortunately. So the second show, um, I think it was called Broadway Nights. Now, that was much better. It did feel to me, maybe it's a bit more of a seasoned show. I'm not entirely sure, but it was much better for me. I thought it was a lot more together. Still not the best thing I've ever seen. I'll tell you what was just really missing for me. Like, there were no sets and it, it it was just the singers and dancers. And, you know, I think... I think there's a higher expectation now on cruises as well, like that we want to see a bit more the standards really lifted. But this felt like a a show that they both felt like shows that you would have seen on a cruise ship maybe fifteen years ago. Again, if you love the traditional cruise ship shows where it's really just a case of um a lot of different song and dance numbers, then. You, you will love it and as I say the audience did like it, they they weren't very well attended the shows to be honest but it was, yeah, I I, I wasn't thrilled, um, just not, and it's not even about it not being to my taste but it was just about the quality, I think it, it could have been better and I'm sure they will get better over time but I think the time has come. <laughs> really mean Uh, and then we also had a singer on board there there were singers the first night I think they were kind of like a human nature style thing but we missed that unfortunately dinner went on a bit longer um but then we also saw a singer called Lisa Crouch um she was a cabaret style singer uh did a lot of KD Lang songs um who else I think songs from Adele um a lot of musical her songs as well but she was really really good um, really kind of managed to take the audience with her she was funny she was she had good kind of banter and yeah I really I, I was really impressed and uh, we went in thinking oh we don't know what this would be like and we ended up really enjoying it so it wasn't all bad it, in fact it wasn't bad at all it just wasn't as good as I hoped Uh, other entertainment around the ship so I I didn't really do much of the other stuff but they had um, bands and karaoke and piano entertainment and things like that as well, I, I didn't really see much of that so I can't comment on that unfortunately there's only so much you can fit in in four days Uh, when it comes to the onboard activities, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I guess it does fall under food as well, is afternoon tea. Mm, it was so good. We, our body weight in scones when we were there, um, but it was really, really good. First day it was in the dining room, uh, and that was a bit of a mess. They, they just weren't very organized and couldn't fit everybody in, and yeah, it all became a bit complicated but the second day it was in the I think it's called the Queen's room which is kind of like the equivalent of the ballroom and that was lovely midship um really nice uh the, the, they had the strings playing the string string quartet and yeah it was it was a really lovely experience great sandwiches great food the scones were really really good like excellent um, so that was good. Uh, there were lots of other stuff going on around the ship as well: ballroom classes, uh, quizzes. Again, there was nothing really kind of innovative, but again, it was very fitting for this cruise line. You you don't go on there expecting to skydive or rock climb or I don't know what go kart or. <laughs> Going to dodge gyms or anything like that. You know, it was it was all kind of again very kind of traditional, but I thought very fitting for the cruise line and plenty of options available. One thing that I did go to was a beginner's bridge lesson. Oh, that was really good. I loved it. Me and my friend went and we're like we're like, right, we're gonna to have to find bridge lessons on on land. Um, because it was only an hour and there's that is quite a complicated game, so we're just getting into it. But yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was quite good. So, on, and there was also an onboard lecture. Peter Fitzsimons um, was talking and he was really good. Uh, he was speaking about some of the books that he's written. He spoke about, um, yeah, just a, a few different topics, anything from politics to Captain Cook and it, it was, he's a great speaker, good stories, had the audience in the, the palm of his hand, really. Um and that was that was a great lecture. There were some other lectures, but I missed them as well. Uh, then we get to the lounges and bars. So really nice, um, good. Uh, I've already said there, there's good kind of lots of different areas on board. The pub was quite popular, of course, with the Aussies, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Um, but that was that was a nice little kind of feels like a traditional kind of British pub style thing. Uh the Queen's Room, which is the the ballroom, was lovely. Uh the nightclub, I think it's called the Yacht Club. Uh first two nights, that was absolutely packed. Um really good fun. It was yeah, it really just dancing to all all the kind of classic floor fillers. And that that was a really good laugh. Because there was a, a bit of a bit of a younger crowd on, but I guess there's a lot of People just on for the two nights, so they were making the most of it. There was a big conference on board as well. So they they were all up there. But it was a good atmosphere in there, really good fun. Uh, the second two nights it was absolutely empty. (laughs) It was so funny comparing the the two cruises. And again, that was fine for me. I'm happy with both. You know, I like to have all the kind of life on board and everything, but I also quite like the, the peaceful times as well. So so it was good. Um, one other thing I just wanted to cover was dress code. Because I know I, I get a lot of questions about that with my cruise booking business. So they are fairly strict with their dress code. I, I hear that they've relaxed that a bit for the Australian market. But I'm not entirely sure. So on the smart casual nights you have to wear a collared shirt and pants. I think jacket's optional actually. Yeah, for for that for the the casual nights um for the gala nights it's um you you've got to wear men have to wear a dark suit with a tie and i saw people getting turned away cuz they weren't wearing a tie um and uh, ladies have to wear like a, a cocktail dress or an evening gown there are there are um dress codes on their website and they give you some kind of ideas about what you can wear. What I was wearing on the casual nights was more like chinos with a shirt and a jacket Um, and then on the formal night I wore my kilt one night and I um, uh, I wore chinos actually with a jacket and a bow tie on that second formal night because I had only taken one shirt and it was all creased and didn't have another shirt to wear with my kilt. But overall, we had a really enjoyable trip. Um, I personally, I preferred the Queen Mary too, but I think that's just, I like the bigger ships, you know, and that's, this is the the thing again about, it's like just getting to know what you like and that's why it can really help talking to a travel agent because the chances are we will have a, you know, once you start to describe to us the things that you like, we'll, we'll be able to piece it together with what you, with the right ship for you. So it was definitely not my favorite ship ever, um, but I would Absolutely sail with her again and I can see why she would be perfect for some of my clients. Um, If you like the traditional cruising with a slice of glamour then this is the ship for you and maybe the cruise line for you. So I would highly recommend um, but with caution because just make sure that it is the right thing. You know probably not the, the ship for a young family that's looking to have fun around the islands and stuff but if you're Um, looking for a a quieter kind of sophisticated cruise with that's relaxing with nice surroundings then absolutely this is a place for you. So there you have it that is my review of the Queen Elizabeth. I hope you enjoyed and I will speak to you soon. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Aussie Cruise Show. To keep up to date with all our episodes and to see our exclusive website content, just head to www.aussiecruiseshow.com.au. That's www.aussiecruiseshow.com.au. See you in the next episode. Bye.